Chapter 8. The One Wolf. Upon returning home to Vega's mansion in the British countryside, Olivia and Vega went to their bedroom and spent some time with each other talking about everything that Olivia now knew and also what they were going to do going forward. And it was after Olivia told Vega that there was no other werewolves left in the world except for her that Vega started to recount his experience of being transported back to the universe of his origin by the man in black who bore a striking resemblance to the late musical artist David Bowie and what he had revealed to him. The man in black had revealed to Vega that the world that he came from was not dead as he had been led to believe it still was for centuries but was now thriving and being equally shared by the vampire and human descendants of his people. This revelation meant that if Vega or any of his people want to visit there, they could, and perhaps live openly as vampires in a way that they could not and never would be able to in this universe. And it was at this moment that Vega proposed the possibility of he and Olivia revisiting his home universe, and potentially relocating there. Olivia was initially and naturally shocked by Vega's revelation about the universe he had originated from and had recently returned to, and more than a little hurt that he had obviously already put much thought into going back and staying there before he had even told her about what he had experienced. Olivia was also still reeling from the recent revelation that had personally been given to her that she was... Essentially, the last werewolf, which was why Olivia found it hard to find anything to say in reply to Vega. So, what do you think? asked Vega with a smile, as he looked over at her, as they lay next to one another above the covers of their old wooden four-poster bed. I... I... I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll have to think about it, Olivia replied sheepishly, not wanting to upset Vega in any way. Think about what? Vega replied, sounding seemingly disappointed. All of it. Everything. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I mean, who knows what the best thing to do next is? Who is to say... What is the right thing and what is the wrong thing to do? Olivia replied as she turned to her left and looked at Vega. What do you mean? This could be what we have both been waiting for. A new beginning. A fresh start. A new world to explore. Together, replied Vega, who Olivia could see was physically excited at the prospect of returning to where he came from and starting over. However, Olivia was much more cautious and reticent about the prospect of leaving her world, her reality, her parents, her daughter, and all the people she cared for, just so that she could leave the past behind her and start again. I... I... Olivia started to reply. However, then Vega reached forwards and kissed her on the lips before he pulled back and said to Olivia, Think about it. Okay, which Olivia promised that she would do by bowing her head. It was not long after their conversation that Olivia and Vega were once again making love to each other in their bed, 
But as they made love, there was definitely an evident tension between them that, although they were intertwined with one another physically, kept them from fully embracing what should have been a beautiful experience that they were sharing with each other. Because both Vega and Olivia doubted that they wanted the same things anymore, which, above all else, used to be to be with one another forever and for always, just like they promised at their wedding. But something had noticeably changed. Of course, Vega and Olivia still loved each other and would always love each other, but this question of re relocating to a completely new and different world was something that was divisive, because it was obvious that Vega wanted it, but Olivia didn't, or had yet to be convinced, because doing so meant leaving her family behind. And since Olivia's parents, her daughter, and the fellow werewolves she had connected with were apparently no longer werewolves, and never would be again, there was now the question as to whether Olivia would see anyone she ever knew again, because aside from the fact she looked relatively young for her age, she did not know how time worked in the universe where Vega originated. Perhaps ten years could go by there for every hour in this universe, Olivia mused to herself. What if... What if I think about it and I say no? Will you... Will you go back there without me? asked Olivia as she began to become emotional as she and Vega lay naked next to each other. Vega took a moment to think about what Olivia had just asked him, and then he turned to look at her and he said, What do you think? Olivia swallowed nervously, as a tear fell from her right eye, as she waited for Vega's reply. And then she said, No? No, Olivia. No, my queen. No, my love. No, my rose. I would never and I will never leave you. I love you, always and forever, Vega replied and then kissed Olivia on the lips. Olivia looked longingly at Vega. She smiled and then she said something that she never thought she would ever say. You know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. You mean it? Replied Vega with surprise as he looked back at Olivia with a smile. Of course, my king. I love you, always and forever. I love you truly, Maddie, deeply to the moon and back, and I know that wherever we are, we will always be happy, because we will always be together said Olivia, before she and Vega embraced one another again, and then began planning for the next phase of their life together. The next day, Vega started the process of informing the elders of the Vampire High Council of Vega and his intention to take an extended sabbatical and go travelling, and he gave them his blessing to make any decisions regarding the continued prosperity of vampire society and its people in his absence, however long that might be. Olivia met with Melissa and told her what she and Vega were going to do, and she invited her to come along also, to which Melissa replied with a smile, Of course! Sounds like fun! 
Oh, yes, she is my daughter, all right, said Olivia to herself, as she looked into Melissa's eyes and she smiled at the revelation of what she had always known to be true, that Melissa was indeed her daughter. And just like her, Melissa did not feel any kind of trepidation nor fear of the unknown. And, quite frankly, Melissa felt like she needed a fresh start, just as much as her mother did. After tying up as many lingering loose ends as they could, after arrangements were made for the continued maintenance and upkeep of Vega's mansion, as well as Olivia's cottage in the New Forest in their absence, after Olivia and Melissa said their goodbyes to their friends and their family members, they both felt ready and excited to go somewhere they had never gone before. Knowing that her daughter had an artistic talent, Olivia then asked Melissa to draw an illustration on one side of a small blank white piece of card based on a framed photograph of Vega, Melissa and herself that Olivia loved, which she intended to send to her friend and co-author Mark Hastings, along with a letter explaining what they were on the verge of doing. Olivia, Melissa and Vega walked to the stone circle within the grounds of Vega's mansion home and the symbolic structure of the continued unity of vampire society and its people, each of them carrying a holdall of clothing and personal belongings that they wanted to take with them to wherever they were going. And then Olivia, Melissa and Vega stood for a few seconds in silence within the stone circle before each of them looked at each other, sighed and then smiled to one another. And then they all simultaneously closed their eyes and took a step forwards and used the seemingly invisible interdimensional gateway before them to travel from one universe to another to begin a new life in a strange new world that for them was just waiting to be explored. For Vega, what he was doing felt like a homecoming, which it was. For Melissa, what she was doing felt like starting over. And at the moment that she crossed over with Vega and her mother, she even had her headphones in her ears and was listening to Just Like Starting Over by John Lennon on her iPod. For Olivia Hunter, travelling to the alternate universe and finding out what lay on the other side of the mirror, felt like she was on the verge of discovering more about herself and more about the wolf than she already thought she knew. Olivia could not explain why she felt the way that she did, nor about the future before her, because all she knew for certain was that what she was feeling was more of an instinct and calling to do what she was doing more than anything else. Olivia found herself completely captivated and enthralled about the possibilities that awaited her, which was why she smiled and which was why she did not hesitate to take her last step from one universe and then her first step into another. However, Olivia did give a brief look back over her right shoulder as she left her universe behind, to whom she knew had been there for her for years, and whom she knew would always be with her, and who would always be waiting for her to return. And that is why, as she crossed the threshold between universes, Olivia took a deep breath before whispering to whom she knew was listening. Goodbye.